I'm Tanner Scott, and you are listening to Secrets to Scale. If you want to scale your business, you've come to the right place because this podcast is all centered around hearing successful stories from successful people and uncovering their secrets to scaling their businesses. This week on the show, Chris Williams from Group Nation joins me to discuss the importance of prospecting and selling and why that should always come before anything else. Not only is it important to make sure that there is demand for your product before you build it, it's also just as important to get feedback from your target market to make sure the product you're building is actually solving a real problem. Stick around for another great episode. Welcome to the show, Chris. I'm really excited to have you. Tell us who you are and what you do. Tanner, man, thanks so much for having me. All you Tanner fans out there, what a great community, right? So my name is Chris. I live in Memphis, Tennessee here in the States, and I have a company called Group Coach Nation. We help business experts build high-ticket masterminds. And so Tanner, anything I can do to answer questions like around that topic, I'm not very smart at most things, but I got a handle on that one. So let's let's go, man. Let's see if we can help people out. So, so let's maybe you could explain to the audience what a mastermind is. Um, you know, I'm familiar with it, but uh, maybe in layman terms. Absolutely. So there's a kind of some confusion around this a little bit. So a mastermind at its purest form, which is pretty much what we teach, is a group of people who are trying to accomplish a common goal. And they're coming along together through that process with a guide, coach, host, somebody who's already been down that path. So that's a, that's a really good mastermind setup. Now, the problem is a lot of people in the market have started saying, oh, I have a mastermind. This is a mastermind. And it's really just a fancy e-course with maybe one Q&A a month or something like that. And that's not a mastermind. A mastermind is really a, a tight, trusted group where people get in there and they solve problems together. They can be vulnerable. The cool thing about this, Tanner, is no matter what group structure you're learning or working in, group therapy group business coaching, teaching your own high-end mastermind, whatever it is, people transform five times faster in groups than they do individually. We're community beings. We're, we're all wired for that. So coolest thing ever to be a part of. Yeah. And I mean, you know, a mastermind is typically very, very neat niche, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Usually it's, it's surrounding yourself with people that are just like you have businesses just like yours that fulfill the same services or sell the same types of products, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Chris, how did your career get started? Can you kind of tell us what your story is? Yeah. So, you know, masterminding came out of being an entrepreneur. And I think for a lot of us, and I'm sure your listeners as well, we're entrepreneurs, right? We just, we keep trying stuff out. And, and the smart ones which I was not early on, the smart ones actually follow what the market wants instead of what they think is the coolest, latest, greatest idea. Oh my gosh, I've started so many ideas. You know how it is. We all have these GoDaddy accounts with like a hundred domains in it because, oh my gosh, I got this great brand idea and you just go buy the domain and you never do anything with it. So I'm the, I'm the idiot who actually buys the domain, goes and builds like the entire website, builds the online products before I ever even asked anybody if they wanted it, right? That's me. 
So after trial and error of like five years of building e-courses, building funnels, running traffic to them, and doing what I thought was the right research, I, I was failing. Like I knew I could teach what I was good at. And at that point, it wasn't masterminds. It was just running a really effective digital marketing agency. Um, we have a great agency. We still own it. I work about an hour and a half a week in it because we got good systems and teams. So we teach people to do that. I went to this um, really cool mastermind in Boise, Idaho, run by a guy named Russell. And he said, this is really great. Come in this mastermind. Tell them what you're doing. Like, let's get this thing up and run. Your e-courses aren't working. Why is that? We qualified to be in that mastermind because of our digital agency work, not because of our e-courses. So I got in there and within five minutes, it's like 50 or 60 people in that group. Within five minutes there, you're introducing yourself, the little phone box, right? They pass around the room. I told them what I just told you. And they were like, dude, how's the mastermind? I was like, it's freaking awesome. Been here like an hour and a half. You guys are all amazing. Like, no, no, no. How's your mastermind, Chris? I'm like, I don't have a mastermind. I, I'm building e-courses like I see all of you doing. Low ticket, high ticket, value ladder, all that stuff. They're like, oh, dude, no, you're selling information products. You got to start with the high ticket thing, build the mastermind and sell that, get paid, and then use those resources and that market proof to build all the low tier, low ticket stuff. Seven weeks later, I had my own mastermind full of people with an extra, I don't know, I was selling it pretty cheap back then. I think I had an extra hundred grand in my pocket that day. And it was like, eye-opening. I spent five years and way over $100,000 in ad spend alone to just fail my way to that realization. Yeah, seven, seven weeks, that's pretty fast. Uh, how did you go about that? I listened to people in, in uh, that, that mastermind group. That's, that's what originally, like when they said, you got to have a mastermind first. And then I kind of looked like an out-of-body experience looking over my shoulder. Um, Oh, who's the Marvel character? Uh, Doctor Strange, you know, when when like his his sensei like pushes him out of his body, he's like looking at the whole situation. I felt like that because I was like, oh my gosh, they told me I got to have a mastermind and I'm freaking in a mastermind right now to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so what I did is I took two or three of them um, aside like later that day and was like, hey, I know you guys each have masterminds like can I pay you to show me how to do it? So I paid three different coaches that were in that group that also had masterminds to teach me different pieces of it. And we just rapidly hit it. By that point, I was running an agency. I had, I had most of my time was free. I had lots of times. And so I um, had a great team. So we were able to execute really quickly. And it's like from no audience to launching a high ticket mastermind is, is one of the easiest like digital entrepreneurship things I've ever done. Really? Yeah, that, that's really interesting because, you know, I would have thought that it would be really hard to sell mastermind spots just because they are high ticket, right? It's as easy as selling a 27 or $147 offer. The only difference is the person you're looking for is a little more sophisticated mm -hmm. but because of that. They don't go through all the pain that everybody else goes through in making a buying decision. You're just simply saying what you're looking to do is what we offer in this group, is that something you'd like to do? And they join way faster. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great story, Chris. So, you know, going back to the struggles you were having with the e-courses the e and all that, you know, what, what advice would you give to yourself in that point of time? 
it would be start with high ticket and work my way down. Um, I think most of us start going through the value ladder process, thinking that we have to start with a three-part video series and an email sequence, and then some digital giveaways and e-form, e-book, and then you know maybe we get up enough gumption to record a webinar and try to sell a, some kind of e-course, whatever. There's so much build time and creation time in that entire process. By the time you get done just getting your funnel up and running with the basic courses or outlines or whatever needed, you could have already sold five or 10 people a 10 or 20 or $30,000 offer because direct outreach to very specific target market with a process in place and a real, a real transformational deliverable thing that you're going to walk people through is, is really easy to accomplish. And then you're getting paid to actually build out all the content. On our website, groupcoachnation.com, we, we actually like break that, like we, we emphasize, so important, like you've got to get paid before you build. Otherwise, you're just having a lot of fun in a dark closet. Not, not to mention the fact that you might be building the wrong thing, right? Mm. Um, yeah. So I think that's a good segue in today's, into today's topic. You know, we're talking about sales and why sales are important before you actually build something, right? Or at least that it should be a focal point in the early days, right? Mm-hmm. So, so what's your experience with this? What advice can you share on that? On selling initially, like the, the focal point of sales being the first thing. Yeah. Okay. There's a step right before selling, right? It's prospecting. You got to have somebody to sell to. Okay. So you got to have a consistent lead flow and then you got to be making an offer. And then that, and let me say that clearly. When I say making an offer, I mean, asking someone if they want to commit. I don't mean creating an offer stack and a price drop with a red line through it. I mean, actually, I, I know what you need. I've listened to you. We've been, I've, I've reached out to you on social media or in our network or uh, whatever. I found you, right? I'm listening to you. You're telling me, here's what I want to do. And I'm saying, oh my gosh, I got this group that starts in a month. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing is solving that pain point, helping you reach your dream and overcome your drain and your doubt. That's, that's it. That pitch right there and that offer allows people to take advantage of your knowledge and expertise before you ever build anything. All you've done is make connections and make an offer happen. Which is really powerful, right? And even yeah. if you're, whether you're selling a mastermind or an online course or you're developing a software as a service product, it's all the same, right? You have to make sure that the demand is there before you start building. But also, I like I touched on earlier, I think it makes a huge difference in what you actually end up building because you know exactly who you're building it for, right? Oh yeah, and and the the there's a scale, right, of delivery versus the uh, the thing people want. So they want their dream accomplished and overcome their drains, their doubts, their pain points. And the delivery of that realization is a lot of work. I, I get that. If it's software, if it's an e-course, if it's a mastermind, if it's a done-for-you marketing service like you guys do, there's a lot of work in there. But when you're selling, you always need to get paid first before you start building. So in, in your case, Tanner, you guys have this amazing website, web development, like SEO, as messaging, like y'all got, if somebody's online, they're trying to market their product, y'all got that code cracked. But you know, as well as I do as an agency owner, building out your website 
and doing work for people is the thing that comes after your market has confirmed that that's the thing they want to talk about and buy. And, and the only way to prove that is to get a couple of them to give you their credit card because them just saying, yeah, that'd be cool. You can't make a business on that'd be cool. <laughs> right. Especially in the agency <laughs> space, right? Everyone's all talk, right? When it mm-hmm. comes down to signing on the dotted line or paying you know, a deposit, I mean, those are two very different things. Yeah, if it's a $60,000 package to a 10K for six months, whatever, you got to get the 10K on the first month, first day, and day one and a half is the day you start saying, okay, let's dive in and start fixing stuff for this client. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do anything without getting paid first. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you you can't survive as a business doing that. Cash flow becomes a huge issue. You're going to have to borrow money. Uh, why do that when you can just get paid up front and and for you and me and i think for most of your listeners right now we're all like well of course i'm not going to start building someone's website or funnel until they pay me half up front or whatever your first payment is of course but it's like we throw our brain out the airplane window when we start building a digital info product so done for you website service awesome Pay me half up front and then we'll get to work. Okay, cool. E-course? Oh, no. I'm going to do all the freaking work and create everything and then ask you to pay me. That's so backwards, but we think that we have to do it that way and you simply don't. I, I agree with you. And I think that's that's really solid advice. And it's just like a safeguard for me, I think, that if you can't get enough demand for someone to buy it before it exists, then you are probably wasting your time building it. Right. Mm-hmm. So true. So, yeah. so what, what influence do you think early selling and prospecting has on a company or startups ability to achieve product market fit? Oh, I think it's absolutely critical. I think if you don't have early selling, then you're, you actually don't know that your market is true. You're going to hear the rumors or they're going to say they love it, but until they swipe the credit card, it's nothing. And that success, if you're looking for investors in the future, if you're looking for just taking over a certain market segment or making a splash there or whatever, you have to know that what you're selling, what you're offering, what you're bringing to bear in the market is backed by a credit card number. Yeah. 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 I I totally agree with that. You know, I'll have conversations with prospective clients all the time and they've got this new business idea i'm sure you've you've had a lot of these conversations with people but they're like everyone i talk to says they love it and i my question to them is always you know did you get their information did you try selling it to them and the answer is always no right Uh, and the reality is most people are just going to tell you what you want to hear right most people don't have the heart to say, hey, this idea actually sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Tanner, you're sitting, uh, is this video and audio or do you just release this on audio? Uh, just audio. Okay, cool. So Tanner and I are sitting in different places, obviously. Um, he's in a room with a uh, beige carpet or, or floor. He's got some white walls behind him. I'm in a padded cell. Um, my <laughs> studio is basically a padded cell. Um, and, and yet, if, if Tanner says, hey, Chris, what do you think about this, this cool like studio setup I got here? He's sitting in an office, right? I'm going to say, cool, man, love it. I, I'm not going to hurt his feelings. 
Yeah. And, and if your mother-in-law and your two college roommates and your coworker that you hang out with in co-work space at Starbucks are the people who are saying, that is a brilliant freaking idea. Awesome. Ask them to give you $100,000. And if they say yes, you know you got a brilliant idea. If they say no, then they don't believe it. It was yeah. just being nice. Yeah, you know? that, that, that's, that's what I'm saying, man. You got you to gotta make a transaction happen. But more importantly, you shouldn't be asking a barista at Starbucks to buy your product if it's something that businesses should be purchasing, right? Just because yeah. uh, your your like your example, your college roommate or your your parents say it's a good idea, that that doesn't actually matter, right? You need to be talking to exactly who your target market is, mm-hmm. or you should at least be trying to figure out who that market is. Yep. Uh- Tanner, one other thought there, like for the mastermind direction or whatever anybody's selling here in our mastermind that we teach in our advanced group, we, we like go through in depth, take 15 people at a time through the process of building your own high ticket mastermind. Our mastermind participants are all really advanced people at that level in our advanced group. They're truly like they're market leaders. They have huge audiences. Being in that room means that your mastermind is about to be filled up because there's so many great connections in our, in our advanced groups. But even with that, we don't allow people to build their first mastermind or scale their existing one with more than 50% of the seats being filled from referrals from our group. They have to go out and cold prospect. We're talking about people with a million people on their mailing list. They got to go out and cold prospect at least half of the seats for their first three masterminds to prove that their mastermind offer is actually sustainable outside of their existing market or their existing network. And you're like, Chris, but they already built all this list. I know, but that list eventually gets exhausted and you have to be able to confirm that fresh buyers who've never heard of you will make a choice at that level. Once you confirm that, then you can build and launch a mastermind. Otherwise it just doesn't last. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a, that's a good idea, right? You want to make sure that everyone you're helping is actually going to have a sustainable mastermind, right? And not just blast it to their email list or their social media followers until that dries up, which is what most uh, influencer type people tend to do. And then it's just on to the next thing, right? Mm -hmm. So Chris, what would you say your secrets to scale are? It's the team members I have without a doubt. And I mean that in I mean that in two different levels. One is my own team that works for Group Coach Nation, and the those people like like I'm so grateful. I don't know how else to say that. Blessed is the wrong word. Um, blessed is like it happened to me. Grateful is like I'm actually thankful that 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 we've done the work to make this work. Right. Yeah. So I'm grateful that my team and I have built such a strong connection where, where these team members stick with me and support me. Like they're freaking amazing. They're the ones who drive our products and our services forward. The other team members I'm talking about are the people who are in our masterminds. Like we really feel like we're partnering with these people, not literally partners, but we're like, they're, they're our team members. We're building masterminds together so that other people get their lives changed. The people that are in their masterminds. The, the success of our mastermind and, and group coach nation is 100% dependent on my team's level of execution. Cause they're freaking genius at it. And then the other people are our mastermind members. They make it happen. They're the ones who end up successful. 
their success breeds awesome testimonials and referrals and and future opportunities for us like i'm so grateful that they're willing to do the work to make their own success their student success happen because as a byproduct we become successful i think a lot of us know that about our businesses i got to do good work so it'll it'll continue itself but I, I don't think a lot of us take the time to actually realize here's the sequence that that looks like because it's actually just a business function if it's done right. And I think that's super important. Yeah, and I, I think you've done an excellent job in baking that uh, growth into the processes that your mastermind creators and members follow. Um, that, it just goes to show how important it is to have processes on in every aspect of the business, even if it's the people paying you, right? <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, so Chris, I really want to thank you for taking the time to do this interview with me today. Is there anything that I did not ask you that you think might benefit the audience? You know, I, I guess the only thing I would add is, is really just do the work to get the results, folks. Um, and that sounds super simple to say, but we say this at the end of every one of our mastermind sessions in Group Coach Nation, do work, get results. If you watch any of my free stuff online, it's do work, get results. We always say that. But the trick is not the hustle and grind. We're not here to make you work 60, 80 hours a week. There's no reason to. I, I might, I don't know, Tanner, I probably spend eight or 10 hours a week leading my own masterminds. It's, it's not that labor intensive. I spend an hour and a half a week running my digital agency. It's not that labor intensive if you do it right. The point is, find your, find your person. Like all you folks listening in right now, you obviously trust Tanner. You wouldn't be listening right now. Find your person. If Tanner's your person, like get on a call with the guy or his team and say, what do I do next? Because you got to do the work to get the results. There's no get rich quick schemes out there. Like just forget that model. Okay. You got to do legit work to get results. That does not mean work 80 hours a week, but it means find your person you trust, get their strategy and their workflow and execute like crazy. Yeah, man. I think you, I think you said that very well, you know, you, you aren't going to find success on your own. You're going to need partners in some shape or form. And in some cases that's hiring an outside company to handle something that you aren't very good at, you know, like marketing or, you know, most people have a CPA that they hire and uh, it's important to build upon all the knowledge with other people that are smarter than you. And over time, you're going to be more successful. Mm, so true. So Chris, what's a great way for anyone listening to get in contact with you? Group Coach Nation. Just Google it. Group Coach Nation is where we live. Um, GroupCoachNation.com is the website. All of our platforms are there. And we got a ton of free stuff there. Our goal at Group Coach Nation on the website is just simply to, to kind of help you segment yourself and find out you're a beginner, advanced, or pro-level person in this whole, I want to build a mastermind life cycle. You'll find where you should be. And there's tons of content there to kind of help you plan and know what your next steps should be to make that a reality in your life. Super easy. Awesome, man. We'll make sure to link that up in the show notes. And thank you again, Chris. Sounds good, man. Thank you for listening to another episode of Seekers to Scale. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss another episode. This episode is sponsored by Ranksy Digital Marketing. If you need any help at all growing your business online, we would love to help you. Just visit our website at ranksy.com. That's R-A-N-K-S-E-Y.com.